begin after eight taps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And make a part in about time too about not playing the ND. It was free for all and I heard him say he bought my borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick cause you're incapable A-A-M's. Hey, hey. <laughs> that was TJ Drennan with the greatest theme tune I've ever had. My name's Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall, and this is Keep Off The Borderlands. Now, I've got a fair few messages to get through. I'm going to kick things off with one from Joe Richter questioning my choice of Thanos as a great villain. What up, Joe? Hey Spencer, it's Joe. Uh, you were talking about Thanos being a good villain, and I agree if you're talking about in the comic books, but if you're talking about in the movies, I I gotta disagree. In the movies, they took away all of his actual motivations and gave him that stupid logic of just wanting to kill half the universe just to do it. In the comic books, he wanted to kill half the universe because he was trying to impress the woman he loved, Death. And so at least he had a reason in the comic books to want to kill half the universe. In the movies, there isn't any reason. If he wanted to make it so the other half could live better, he could easily just make the universe twice as big. Anyway, man, peace out. Thanks for that, Joe. Yes, I was talking about Thanos from the movies. I wasn't aware that they'd removed some of his motivation. And, yeah, that would have made things a little more interesting. What makes Thanos good in the movies is essentially his performance and the kind of character he is. But I also realised that if you think about his motivations for any more than a couple of seconds... It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So I, I'll give you that. I'm just not familiar with the actual comics. I don't know whether that's a fact of being British, but I didn't see a lot of Marvel comics growing up, to be honest. I started off reading things like Wizard and Chips and then graduated to 2000 AD. Had a subscription to Mad. But I just didn't see a lot of Marvel comics. I don't know whether I just wasn't looking at the right shelves. But, uh, hey. Next up, I've got a bunch of amazing messages here. Take it away, guys. Yo, Spencer. Your analogy of your condition was awesome, dude. Sometimes, you know... We, we have to put stuff into analogies so that other people can understand and kind of just come to grips with what we're dealing with, you know? I, I It didn't sound like an exaggeration to me. It sounded like a perfect example of a small part of what it is you have to deal with, dude. 
and I just really appreciate it. I appreciate your thoughts that you shared afterwards about how you wouldn't trade your problems for someone else's problems. I I feel the exact same way, man. So anyway, <clears throat> yeah, that's it, dude. I just wanted to call and say that was awesome, and thanks. Peace out. An incredible, incredible message there from Joe Richter. Yeah, I found that really touching, and I did respond directly to that message, uh, which Joe put in his latest episode of Hindsightless. It just didn't even occur to me that, I mean, I do. I suffer from a condition where my senses are receiving false information all the time. It's a very physical experience. My sense of touch is practically non-existent. Uh, my b- balance is off. My body doesn't do what I want it to do when I want it to do it. And everything is an incredible effort. But the way Joe explained his problem with his vision... Well, I, I don't want to go into details because he made a great job of explaining that himself. And I urge you to get over to Hindsightless and listen to that episode. But... The brain is amazing and the fact that it takes this corrupted input and tries to give meaning to it, it sounds as disturbing as it is amazing. But uh, yeah, get yourself over there, listen to that episode. Incredible, incredible stuff. You should be listening to that show anyway. Alfred here, uh, just calling in. Obviously, you're struggling a bit with your back at the moment, but um, just wanted to send my best wishes for a speedy recovery. Um, also, just to say, don't change what you're doing. Uh, I love the little uh, outtakes or mistakes you make, either it being talking to a coffee machine or forgetting your tagline at the end of your show. Um, that's what I listen to the show for, a bit of comedy. Also, obviously, you've got some information there, and it's just interesting to hear what's going on and what you're up to. So, yeah, don't change. I wish you all the best for, with your health, and, uh, yeah, look forward to more episodes soon. Hey, Arfed, thank you so much for calling in. It's always really nice to get a message from you to know that you're still out there listening. And... Um, yeah, I think I'm enjoying just being a bit more relaxed, being a bit less concerned about where well, it's funny in not trying to appear professional in any way. I, I feel that um, the, the shows seem to have a better flow to them, you know. It's kind of a bit of a paradox there. I guess I, I'm relying less on the kind of more obvious comedic things like the sound effects and stuff which is probably a sign of me being a bit more confident in what I'm doing anyway thanks for the well wishing the back is feeling a lot better now still not 100% it'll probably stick around for a for a while Um, you know I'm not too mobile at the best of times in this sort of just another another hurdle But it's all kind of paling in comparison compared to the feedback I'll be getting about this game I've put out. But more about that later. Uh, But thanks again for your message, Arfed. 
Hello Spencer, oh, sorry to hear that you've been uh, going through it at the moment. Oh, yeah, I, I've been uh, struggling to come up with content for my, uh, for my program for a while now and I just haven't been putting anything out. It's like the floodgates have been closed, but I think I've got an idea of how I can uh, get back in the swing of it. So hopefully uh, I'll be calling in more often and uh, engaging more. But um, yeah, I'm glad to. Um, I'm glad you put on a new episode. But uh, keep on going. Hey James, yeah, really nice to hear from you, man. Yeah, I know sometimes it's difficult to come up with content, but I mean, I'm interested to hear whatever you're up to at the moment. Um, I don't know if I if that was the sound of you driving that bus of yours, but um, it'd be interesting to hear any updates regarding that and you know i'm a fan of your voice i could listen to you talk about anything creme brulee for the ears thanks for getting in touch and uh, hope to hear from you again soon that was james dunn from those fecking books a podcast that i currently miss looking forward to the next episode Hey Spencer, it's John here from the Red Dice Diaries. Just been listening to one of your previous episodes and another caller, I think he was called James, said that he had trouble running Numenera due to the strangeness of the setting. And yeah, to be fair, there's an awful lot crammed in it. It's a big old grab bag of weirdness and no mistake. And that's a pawn of the appeal. But I thought I'd just leave a call to sort of say how I dealt with it uh, when I ran Numenera. Granted, it was a while back now. But the, the way I dealt with it was I zoomed in on like a particular part of the setting and then I sort of reskinned it a little bit to make it my own. And in doing so, I took out a lot of the strangeness and just left one or two sort of weird things in to contrast the, the relative normality of the setting. And behind the scenes, I had a lot of other weird stuff going on, but the players only discovered that later once they were invested. Anyway, enjoying the episodes, dude. Keep up the good work. Take John Large there from the Red Dice Diaries. Thanks a lot for that tip there, John. There you go, James. If you're thinking of uh, running Numenera again, that's one way to tackle the issue. And uh, yeah, I don't envy you, John, going back through my back catalogue. <laughs> but uh, go for your life. <laughs> but cheers, dude. Great to hear from you, as always. Hey, man. This is Hobbs from Random Screed. Hey, you know, I have been um, <laughs> invited or uh, told and whatever you want to say that I should listen to Keep Off the Borderlands. And I have to say, I uh, I enjoyed the show. I just listened to your Arneson Day show and it was pretty cool i haven't checked out your osseus yet but uh i'm enjoying it i haven't really been listening to a lot of anchorite shows other than maybe the ones that i'm used to listening to like tim or matt or colin or whatever uh so i'm really enjoying listening to some new ones occasionally and i have to say i enjoyed it and i'm gonna head over to MeWe post haste and check all this out so anyway uh keep it up Free Thrall's got to be one of the greatest names and one of the greatest theme songs of all time. Later, bro. And that has got to be one of the coolest messages of all time. 
Or she could hang that on the wall. <laughs> Jason Hobbs there. The man. The legend. The guy who started it all. Thank you so much for checking out my stuff. I did reply directly to that message. And Jason's already aired it on Random Screed. So you've almost certainly already listened to that. But uh, yeah, really chuffed to get a call from the man himself. Wow. And I don't know who's recommending me to him, but um, that's an accolade in my book. But yeah, really cool to hear from you, man. And, you know, I do hope to be playing some games online soon. And I'd love to be your gamer. Next up, another legend. Hey Spencer, it's Che. Just wanted to say I enjoyed listening to your Arneson and Ossian, I think it's called, um, rules uh, episode. Really good. Uh, just wanted to uh, applaud, really. Applaud you and say, cracking job at coming up with your own game. Um, I think, you know, all artists steal, so that's fine. And I think... Um, even though, I mean, I've read it, and even though this sort of approach to gaming is not my personal cup of tea, I applaud and salute those who are putting out there um, their ideas and sharing those with the community. Um, I've kind of dabbled in the past, but I really don't have the confidence to do that now. And I applaud you, sir. Game on. Jay Webster there of Roleplay Rescue, and thank you very much for getting in touch Jay thanks for the salute I appreciate it's not your thing you know I know you don't like uh, namby pamby wavy handy stuff but hey it was uh, the, the design brief that I gave myself was to make as light a game as possible that would you know emulate that whole 2D Arneson thing and I know that uh, it's not in your avenue of interest. If I'd have wanted you to play it, Jay, I'd have written Son of Gurps or something. So I'm, I'm even more appreciative of the fact that you uh, you actually read it. I'm assuming you read it. <laughs> you got the name wrong, but then I don't blame you for that because I actually forgot to tell everybody what it was called in my big unveiling so uh there i can't blame anyone for that <laughs> it's interesting that you say you wouldn't be confident enough to put out uh your own sort of material you have got one of the most professional sounding podcasts and you have the confidence to go out and find actual living, breathing people and interview them. I, I couldn't imagine anything more daunting, to be honest. I, it's surprising what we, uh, we all have our own, our own little foibles. Great to hear from you and, uh, and thank you for your kind words. Hey, Jason here. Just want to let you know, I am recording a solo game I'm doing using Ear Rules and Ray Otis's simplified, improved version of Mythic. So I will be able to send that to you if you want it. I'm not sure that I'll publish it, to be honest. (laughs) 
but but if, but if you want to hear it, I'll I'll be happy to send it to you once once I'm done. I'm not done the game yet. Um, one thing I did want to comment though, because it relates right into your podcast, is you know I've been developing my own rules. I put out the first episode already, but I wasn't sure on the dice mechanics, and I you know thought about doing D100 because I had a fancy mechanic I wanted to do where you. You know, instead of for advantage, disadvantage, where you'd flip the numbers. Well, I hope that last message went through. Otherwise, this one won't make a whole lot of sense. But I ended up saying I was wanting to do something fancy with D, D percentile. Then I thought about, well, I don't want attributes to be that high. So I could do 1 to 10 for attributes, but still roll D percentile. And then I thought about D66. And ultimately, though, all that's more of a Gygax thing, right? A more complicated system. And we need to keep it simple for Artisan Month. So if nothing else, your podcast today has convinced me to keep it simple. And I'll probably keep it 2D6 for everything. So, well, not for everything. I'm not going to have a universal mechanic. But I, I will probably use 2D6. So thank you for that, helping me solidify my thoughts and clarify my thoughts there. I greatly appreciate it. I'll talk to you later. Jason there from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. And yeah, thanks Jason. Glad I helped you come to some kind of a decision there. Um, uh, Your dog certainly seems to approve. Yeah, thanks for getting in touch. The whole 2D6, keeping it simple, was just my interpretation of how to approach, recreate the kind of game that might have existed back then. I'm really uh, pleased that you think my system's good enough to have a bit of a solo bash with. Yeah, it would be would be great to hear the results of that. And uh, it seems that Matt Jackson of Matt Random has beaten you to the punch. He's already put out an episode doing a solo session with my system and Ray Otis's GMER. But um, I, I need to read through that because might have a little bit of a solo play with that myself uh what else was i gonna say oh i've just got a message from frank turfler and he's created a little a nice little cover for it so also jason your issue of uh, the character sheet being in the middle it's now on the back so that issue's cleared up too But thank you so much, Frank. I'm really, really pleased that you took the time to do that for me. That's amazing. And uh, yet still very much overwhelmed by the kind of feedback I've been getting. And um, yeah, it's all good. But I appreciate your call, Jason. Um, I was going to say a little bit more about the system in this episode, but um, it's taken me quite a while to kind of compile all the feedback together. So all I will say, firstly, and most importantly, the name is osseous. Um, the word osseous basically means made of bone. And uh, my thinking there was along the lines of, you know, bones, rolling bones and the bones of a system. And I just thought it looked good. I, th- I thought it might be a word that you could easily pronounce by looking at it, but that may not be the case. So, yeah. 
Gary and Dave shared credit on the white bus But as things advanced, their relationship was on the rocks Maybe less people know his name But he revolutionized war games With the first fantasy campaign Oh, TJ, you really worked your magic there. I mean, I've been hearing that little tune on everybody's podcast and it still sounds like a breath of fresh air. Talking of fresh air, I'm sitting out the back. I've got my coffee on. It looks like it's going to be a nice day, but it is a lot colder already here. Snow on the mountains already. But it's a nice, fresh morning. Yeah, I did want to get this episode out last night, but I just didn't have the opportunity to record this sign-off. All I wanted to say was just thanks again to everyone for calling in. Really appreciate those calls. There's a link to the latest version of Osseus, and that's an updatable link, so, but there won't be any drastic changes, just a bit of rewording, perhaps, for the purposes of uh, clarity. There'll also be a link there for TJ's Patreon, TJD, as well as the anchor link to leave me a message. Or you can email me at spencer.3thrall at gmail.com. Thanks very much for listening. And remember, if things get dicey, just roll with it. Speak soon.